for the week of November 8th, 2020. This is Mojo Weekly. I am John. Thank you, John. But our princess is in another castle. It's Jash. And here is your news. So we're going to do something a little different this week. We're probably going to we're going to just do one little news bit that Josh wanted to touch on. And then we're going to do some pre-launch hype, which I thought would be kind of fun since the Xbox and the PlayStation 5 are coming out uh, this next week, this, this week. And I uh, thought it might be fun to take a trip down launches past and uh, talk about our some of our favorite launches and, and whatnot. So, But first, Josh, you wanted to mention that Sega has sold off its arcade business due to coronavirus. Yep. So in a, yeah. press, in, a, in a press release, parent company Sega Sammy Holdings said it, would, it has sold the vast majority, 85.1% of Sega Entertainment, its Japanese amusement business, to amusement machine company Genda. Sega put the sale down to COVID-19, which has devastated its arcade business, and uh, Sega expects to uh, record extraordinary losses from the transition. So yeah, man, that's uh, that's some sad shit. It's it's pretty awful. I've read a few different articles about them um, asking their employees to retire. Uh, about six hundred different people they were telling to six, yeah voluntarily retire. Yeah. Um, Man, and just thinking too about when I was in Japan this last year, I actually got the, you know, I was able to drive past a Sega arcade and seeing all the the pachinkos and all the different games that they had set up. But man, oh, what a, yeah. that's devastating. It's such awful, awful yeah. news. Yeah, in August, uh, Sega closed down its Akihabara Building 2 arcade, which was one of the district's most iconic video game arcades. So, you know, the writing was kind of on the wall at that point, huh? Yeah. Yeah, sorry to start the show with such sad news, but it is. It really sucks. But I'm sure it'll only get worse once the uh, next uh, console launches comes out. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, just uh, in in I don't know if this is related at all, but I just read that um, the Japanese version of the Xbox Series S and X um, Yakuza Like a Dragon has been delayed indefinitely. Which is weird. Like it's it's supposed to be a launch title, you know. Um, I mean, it's 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 still planned on. It's still scheduled to come out in the states, uh, but the Japanese version, for whatever reason, has been delayed indefinitely. So I I don't know what the hell that means. Um, yeah, and at least well, I mean, I know that the PS5 version, for whatever reason, also wasn't like uh, worldwide. Also, wasn't scheduled to come out until uh, early next year. But uh, yeah, I have no idea why that is. Just strange. Um, and uh, you know, we were chatting uh, in our Discord chat today, and um, we were kind of making the comment that uh, Phil Spencer's got his checkbook out, and he's ready to acquire another <laughs> acquire another uh, another publisher, another studio. You know, so we'll see, yeah. man. We'll see. If but, they uh, if they make a purchase of something like Sega, yeah, um, yeah. That'd, that'd be. That's a big deal for us and us old guys, but honestly, I bet kids would be like, what the fuck is Sega? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, not, not another shitty Sega game or not another shitty Sonic game. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> let's move on to happier news. Let's let's uh, let's yeah. let's do some uh, some pre-launch hype uh, since uh, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S are all coming out this week on Tuesday and Thursday, uh, X, Xbox and PlayStation, respectively. Um, I thought, you know, we're a couple old farts, like you said. We might take a trip down memory lane. Tell me about the first 
console launch you remember? Like that you, because I, I don't remember actual console launches until kind of later. Like when the NES was out, it was just kind of out, you know, same yeah. with Super, same with Super Nintendo and stuff. Like I remember those coming out, but there wasn't like on this day, I'm going to stand outside sure. and everybody's going to be jacked about it. So what's your right. kind of first launch, uh, launch experience? Well, I guess it depends. Um, I knew, so the first, I knew by looking at gaming magazines that the Genesis and the TurboGrafx were coming out in the fall of 89. Everybody at school was talking about it. We were freaking out because it's like, oh my God, this is like, I loved going to arcades in town and going to Wassa, you know, a, a, a town south of us, going to more arcades and stuff and finding those type of games in your home. Like, I just couldn't even imagine it. Like, we're going to actually see those graphics on my TV at home. Yeah. So I, I, I never... My parents did not buy games at launches. They did not buy consoles at launch. I was lucky to get clearance bins shit for Christmas. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we didn't get any of that stuff. But I know friends, uh, uh, two friends in particular, and, and one that we even went to school with wound up getting a TurboGrafx on launch. And um, a couple other friends, more, definitely way more friends, and people in school got the Genesis on launch. Um, so the experience there wasn't necessarily me getting one on launch, but it was seeing everyone else and seeing everyone else's reactions. Yeah. Um, a year later, the Super Nintendo, when that came out, I did play one, I think, a day or two after launch at a friend's house. But again, I had to wait another year before I ever got a Super Nintendo. For me, my first ever console that I picked up on launch day, standing in line at the Wausau Mall, yeah. Standing out, outside of a GameStop, which at the time was software, etc. Yeah. We're lined we're lined up down <clears throat> into the area with the waterfall and everything. We're just waiting and waiting. There was at least fifty of us in line. And um that was the Sega Dreamcast. And I did foolish things to get the money to piece together for that. Um I sold off most of my Saturn collection, which at the time was some of the really and crazy expensive titles that are now five hundred dollar plus games like i'm talking i'm talking the the most evilest of things i got rid of magic knight ray earth shining force three panther oh my Dream god Saga. oh yeah, my god foolish foolish trust me i know oh my I goodness like i traded those in to go and pick up a dreamcast and so it's 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 like you know a double-edged sword that day that launch day when i came home um i had my dreamcast i had an extra controller and i had four games that i went home with yeah. four of those yeah. 19 launch titles. Which game? And I got <clears throat> Sonic Adventure. Yeah. Soul Calibur. Yeah. Power Stone. Okay. And, and, and NFL 2K. And oh my God, I, I honestly don't know where I got sleep in because I played so much of those games and they were so amazing. And we played Soul Calibur like until our eyes were bleeding. How amazing that was. And the questing mode and unlocking characters and Man, just I, I I had such a great time with that, and I, and I and then thinking back to me being a stupid you know nineteen or twenty year old and, and how foolish it was for me to have done what I did to get the Dreamcast, but yeah. I know that for sure I got tons of happiness and great memories out of that launch. So that would be my honestly my first ever time standing in line for a game uh, console at launch, and also probably the most fun I ever had at a launch too. Josh, um, yes. Uh, as you know, and probably maybe some of the people listening know, our origin story, you and I, um, is uh, is is uh, funny, and uh, you know, very, uh, very coincidental. You know, we 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 met on an internet forum and uh, chatted for 
many years, just kind of casually, uh, and and discovered that uh, we were from the same small hometown in central Wisconsin, like several years. Didn't didn't realize it until, you know, probably yeah. a, a decade later. Right. Yep. Um, yep. When, when you just happened to post something about, you know, you mentioned Wassa and I was like, wait, Wassa, what the fuck? Are you, why are you talking about Wassa? I know. And, and uh, <laughs> so we discovered that we grew up literally like a half mile from each other. Um, right. Yep. Uh, Josh, you and I were standing in the same line on nine, nine, ninety nine. You got to be fucking kidding me. Are you serious? <laughs> I was in that line uh, on nine, nine, ninety nine. I was in college. Uh, but my girlfriend at the time lived in Wassa and, um, I had also traded in like over time, like I would bring in games to that same software, et cetera, uh, building up my credit to put toward my, my, uh, Sega Dreamcast. And I traded in just like a truckload of NES games and other things that I had lying around. I had some, uh, I had some Nintendo 64 games that I got rid of. Um, and I wound up not paying a dime of cash for, uh, the Dreamcast. Um, and I, I got, uh, on that same day, I got the Dreamcast, I got Sonic Adventure, I got Soul Calibur, and I got Ready to Rumble. So that's the, that's the difference. Yeah. Um, Ready to Rumble was fun though. That was was, a good thing. Oh, and I think I also got Hydro Thunder. I think I got Hydro Thunder as well. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, I wanted some arcade fun, you know, fun, good times, you know? Yep. Um, I get that. And, uh, so yeah, that's fucking nuts. You and I were standing in that exact same line, uh, on <laughs> the exact crazy. same day. Uh, that is crazy. <laughs> I still remember the employee names too, because I was friends with a guy named Jason and then Janine. Janine okay. was like the manager there. And then another guy named Brent. Those were yeah. the three people that were doing, cause one guy was literally just picking up boxes and handing them to people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't and... remember many details, but, uh. But uh, I, I think that's just freaking hilarious that we were standing in the same line <laughs> on the same day and didn't even realize yep. it. Um, so before that, the I think the launch that I was most hyped up for, but I didn't get it at launch, was the N64, simply because I had played the um, uh, Mario 64 demo, um, nice. pre, the pre-launch demo. And, you know, that game was magical at the time, and it, like, just that demo was basically just level one, you know, like the first, the first, the first star mission. And, uh, and, and it, it was out, they had that kiosk out before launch. And I, I was kind of like not out of gaming at that point, but wasn't like super crazy, you know, like wasn't an avid gamer anymore at that point. Like I, you know, I had the turbo graphics, but then, you know, you know, shit happens and you're not playing games every day and stuff. And, but that yep. game, that, that demo of Mario 64, uh, just like rekindled my love of gaming and I knew I had to have it, but I didn't have it on launch day. I got it shortly thereafter. So yeah, Dreamcast for me too, is like the first date, day and date I was there standing in line because, you know, nine, nine ninety nine was, I know they're, they're big marketing thing, man. And, 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 uh, everybody, everybody knew what that, it was the biggest game, biggest day in entertainment history. Right. It was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then after that, like, it was pretty much for me, almost all consoles, I was there, you know, uh, on launch day, you know, like that kind of kicked it off for me. I wasn't, I mean, I didn't make it there for Xbox and PS2, but, uh, I got those shortly after that, but GameCube, I was there. Uh, on launch day, you know, um, Xbox 360, I was there on launch day, you know, uh, but, uh, the Dreamcast is kind of the one that started that whole thing for me. And I think probably for a lot of people. 
Yep. Yep. Same. Yeah. I've, uh, I've only done, so, so the Dreamcast was the first launch, uh, system that I ever stood in line for anything. The, the next one after that was the Nintendo Wii. Yeah. And of all places, I actually did that at a Walmart, Walmart and Wausau. And <laughs> they had 75 units. Um, and yeah. so the first person that stood in line got one. And then they came out about 11 o'clock at night. So I, I had already been in line for about 12 hours. Um, it was freezing. It was snowing. It was awful. Um, but there was people that were camping out. So we decided to, you know, just, just get in line. I'm like, well, it's noon. I mean, this is going to be out at midnight. I can stand here for 12 hours. I can do it. And about 11 o'clock, they gave out numbers, and once they realized the line had gotten past 75, they were like, oh, you guys, everybody after 75, there's no more systems left. Like, this is it. We only have 75. Yeah. And they let us in about 11.30, and then we waited another half an hour, and then, boom, we got the Nintendo Wii. Um, nice. And I picked up Princess, uh, well, Twilight Princess, was that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I picked up Twilight Princess, um, and I think that was all I got. Maybe an extra Wiimote uh, just for the uh, Wii Sports that was already included. But yeah. yeah, I remember being kind of an asshole because um, I don't remember what it was. Best Buy had more units, I think, and that's just down the road in uh, <laughs> in the Rib Mountain area. Yeah. But like uh, uh, we got our system. I think I was like the third or fourth in line. I got the system, got in my car and I was driving around and I saw like a hundred, maybe more than a hundred people on outside of Best Buy, still outside cold. And I held the Wii up in the window and I just drove past really slow. It's <laughs> <laughs> like guys shaking their fists at me and was like oh whatever <laughs> nice. i went home, went home it had a <laughs> i went home with my wii it had a massive update um that it yep. did and then it froze yeah. in the middle of the update and then uh it wound up never able to connect to the internet again <laughs> that nintendo wii they, they had a they had a, a malfunction or something went wrong with it and the only way to fix it was to literally box up the wii and send it to nintendo and then they fixed it and sent it back to you Oh and the God. craziest thing about it, the craziest thing about it is Nintendo actually um, sent us uh, the system first. They sent us a fixed system, um, brand new one, and then we got to send them the other one back. So That's they actually crazy. really, they really did help us out. But all that was, it was fine. Still got to play the games, just couldn't go on the internet, which at the time, like, you really needed that anyway. Yeah, well, and you know, I mean, you could go on the, I don't know what they had on the eShop at the time, I forget, but, um, or WiiWare. I don't, or Wii, yeah, Wii I don't remember if it was even anything. But I do remember also having a problem with the internet with my launch day Wii. Um, and uh, and what, what I, I, I was like looking up articles, like Googling it, and I had to like change some setting on my old ass D-Link forum or uh, uh, router. And, and then it all of a sudden started working. But uh, yep. um, I too stood in line for the Wii. Uh, but at that point, so I lived here in the house I'm at now and there's a GameStop just down the road from me. Nice. Um, like a mile away. And I had gone, I, I started going there quite a bit um, because uh, unlike most GameStops, the, the, the guys who worked there were really cool and um, super helpful. And I shopped there all the time. So I was like, you know, I pre-ordered games through them all the time. So I was like a, I guess I was kind of like a valued customer, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. And so on the night of launch, uh, Mo and Hilden and I went there uh, to try to get there and they were all get a, get wheeze. And there was already like a line, like a big ass line. Mm. And uh, so we got into the store and there were probably still like 30 people in front of us. And uh, the manager of the store, I could see him like we made eye contact. He was standing behind the counter and we made eye contact and he kind of gave me this like look of, you know, kind of recognition or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he, he came around the counter, walked up to Mo Hilden and me. And he was like, so how many of you guys need? <laughs> ah, nice. and i was like dude are you serious and he's like yeah yeah 
he's like, you shop here. You're here every week. I'm, of course, I'm going to get you one. And I was like, uh, well, we need three. And he's like, I'll go grab them. <laughs> so, oh, so that was like one of the few cases where, you know, actually like frequenting a game shop, a GameStop I, I was like beneficial. <laughs> um, so we, we each walked out of there with uh, with uh, with a Wii. Um, so that was pretty nice. cool. Um, oh, yeah. And then so we t- the 360 which was a different situation for me because I found this random ass game store in Bloomington, Minnesota that was like in a strip mall. It was like locally owned. And at this point, like all pre-orders for Xboxes were for 360s were like gone everywhere. Like you couldn't pre-order one anywhere. Um, so I just stopped at this place and I was like, hey, any chance? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, throw down, you know, 20 bucks and I'll save one for you. And I was like, I'm so fucked. And uh, so I'm like, all right, I gave him 20 bucks and he writes my name down and I went there on launch day. And sure enough, the fucking guy had it saved for me. I couldn't believe it. And I mean, that place went out of business like six months later, but (laughs) I I could not believe my friggin' luck. I was like, holy shit. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah, I got that. Didn't get the PS3 at launch because that thing was 600 bucks and I wasn't about to do that. Um, PS4 uh was a big one for me i was super excited about that uh got it right away at launch uh and um uh you know stood in line did the whole deal i mean i had the pre-order and everything so uh it was it was awesome uh and uh but i think and then the switch and then the switch same deal like uh i went to best buy at midnight and had my pre-order and got it done and and that one was super fun because i was I was, I had never touched the switch before, you know, before launch. Isn't that like a, always yeah. a cool thing? Like when you first get it and you, you first hold the controller and you want to see yeah. like, how is this controller different, you know, than, than the previous controllers. And so when I was in Best yep. Buy, like they, they, they sold it to you, but you couldn't leave the store until like midnight, like they would give it to you. But for whatever, like technical reason, you know, they're like, ah, we can't let anybody out of here until midnight. It was so fucking weird. So I, I just pulled the switch out of the box and I'm like, I remember standing there being like, damn, these Joy-Cons are tiny. Yep. And, uh, you know, little did I know that they were also just pieces of garbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so, um, yeah. I did, I, uh, I did my Switch from Best Buy as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, so uh, the Best Buy here had, um, it was like you, you could – reserve your own they didn't like have you stand in line or anything like that you could reserve but you paid in full when you came and picked it up yeah and it was a midnight launch um i had put down wanting one switch and you know whatever and so they put my name down and they're like okay we'll we'll see here at midnight or whatever and i went home and i don't know what it was or what the deal was but i fell asleep (laughs) and at about midnight, about 10 after midnight, all of a sudden my phone's going off. And they're like, hey, we have you down for a switch. Are you still interested? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I quick throw my clothes on. I go down there. And honestly, the weirdest thing ever, they had a pallet full of them and nobody was there picking them up. That's weird. So I said, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, a bunch of people. I don't know if they're getting them somewhere else or what, but there's a bunch of people not coming to pick their switches up. And so I said, so then I said, this is like a quarter to one. I'm like, can I have two? And they're like, <laughs> sure. So I just, I literally bought two on that launch day. And I, nice. I was so panicky because I had my reserve piece of paper and I had all this extra stuff. And honestly, we could have just walked in and just bought one right off the street and no one would have known or cared or whatever. Yeah. But nice. Yeah, same. When I got back home, I opened it up and I'm just like, wow, look at this tiny little thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of, uh, as a good segue, speaking of holding the controller and stuff for the first time, I got my PS5 controller in the mail the other day. Um, wow. And uh, the Dual Sense. And uh, so my son's been using it a lot on his PC this week just to kind of play with it. Uh, and he nice. loves it. He loves it. He thinks it's great. So I, I've, so I've just kind of been, I've held it and it's definitely weightier than the, than the DualShock 4. Like it's got some heft to it. It feels heavy yeah. in your hands, but not like overly so. Like it feels substantial, you know, like heavy in your hands. And it's a little more rounded uh, than the, the DualShock 4. Um, uh, but it feels great. And I think, I mean, I haven't played anything with it, but this might be like my favorite controller uh, so far. Um, wow. Just just based solely on how it feels. Just everything's laid out really well. It feels like a happy medium between the DualShock 4 and the Xbox One controller. You I know? was going to say that, yeah. Um, yeah a, oops, sorry. The one thing that I always had a hard time getting used to is I guess we've always had Xboxes um, here. Mm-hmm. And so when we did finally get the PS4, and then obviously I've been playing on PS4 infinitely more than Xbox One. Um, is that how light the controller is? It just feels like it's like air. There's yeah. like, you're not even holding anything. Yeah. So the 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 Dual Sense is is uh, definitely heftier. It's probably like the heaviest controller I've ever held. But again, it's it really? not not in a bad way. Like it actually feels really nice. You know. Nice. Um, wow. So it it doesn't have the light bar on it because they're not doing any of those light bar shenanigans anymore. Um, and then what I like, it's got the uh, these little grip bumps kind of. On, on on the underside of it and what's cool is if you look super closely those little bumps are x's triangles squares and circles so no yeah you, you have to like you practically have to get out a magnifying glass to see them but uh it's it's pretty cool it, i like that little bit of detail they put in there i like that too that's pretty cool so yeah that's our uh that is our pre-launch hype talk and uh we're going to have a special post-launch episode next week, um, so tune in for that, where we'll be talking uh, in detail about the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, uh, and uh, my impressions of both of those, and like some of the games and all that stuff, so tune in for that. Uh, in the meantime, you ready to talk about some new releases? Ab-so-friggin-lutely. All right, my friend. So it's launch week. Uh, so this is going to be the longest new release list we've ever done. So uh, strap in, uh, make yourself a sandwich, and uh, get comfortable. I'm strapped on, and I'm making myself a sandwich. All right, here we go. Assassin's Creed Valhalla for all consoles, other than Switch, obviously. Uh, Ast- Astro's Playroom, exclusive to PlayStation 5. That's a pack-in. Uh, Borderlands 3 for the 5 and Series X and S. Uh, Bright Memory for the Xbox Series X and S. Bug Snacks for uh, the PlayStation 5, PS4, and PC. That is uh, included with your uh, PS Plus membership for PS5 only, though. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So this is Cod Blops Cold War. <laughs> uh, this is for, uh, for all, all consoles except for Switch. Uh, Dead by Daylight for the Xbox Series X and S. Demon's Souls exclusive to the PS5. Destiny 2 for PS5 and the Series X. Destiny 2 Beyond Light for all relevant consoles. This is the ones you're excited about, huh? The the DLC? Yeah. 
Yeah, Tuesday morning we'll be getting that. It's a whole lot of new ex- exciting stuff to see and exciting stuff to tackle in the game. I'm looking what you, forward to it. What are you playing this on? Are you playing this on PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation 4. I wonder, is it is it is it is it cross-platform with the 4 and 5? Because if so, maybe I'll jump on it and we can play together. Well, if it's if it's cross-platform between the 4 and 5, that'd be cool. But it's not cross... I keep saying cross-platform. Um, every version has its own frickin' server. The PS3 yeah. had Destiny 1. Uh, the Xbox 360 is Destiny 1. Those you can't play with Destiny 1 on the Xbox or the Xbox One or the PS4. Um, the PC versions can't play with console versions. It seems like it's exclusive, and, and they got it shut down to just that. Just mm. that. But I don't know about PS4 and PS5 yet. Maybe. All right. Well, if it's if it's if it's crass platform to four and five, uh, maybe I'll grab it. And we can we can play some rounds. Um, That'd be cool. Devil May Cry Five Special Edition for the five and Series X. Dirt 5 for the 5 and Series X. Enlisted for the Series XS. Uh, and I'm just going to say Series X. If I say Series X, just assume it's also the S, all right? I don't have time for Microsoft's bullshit brand. I don't have time for shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, eSports Life Tycoon for the PS4 and Xbox. Evergate for the Xbox Series X. Fortnite for the 5 and Series X. Forza Horizon 4 Upgrade for the uh, Series X. Fuser for uh, all current-gen consoles, not the next-gen. Uh, Gears 5 uh, for the Series X. Gears Tactics, also upgraded for the Series X. Godfall for the PS5 and PC. I thought that was coming to Series X, too. Is that just not till later? I don't even know. I don't know. Huh. Not on this list. Uh, might want to check that out if you're interested. I am not. Grounded, getting upgraded for the Series X. Dan- Just Dance 2021 for all current consoles and Stadia. Uh, King. Does that Ad- include? Does that include Wii and Wii U? <laughs> <laughs> no, surprisingly, no Wii or Wii U version. Well, that that's sucks. That's a first. End of an era, man. End of an era. Yeah, it really is. It really is the end of an era. <laughs> uh, King Oddball, exclusive to the Series X and S. Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. I don't know what that is. I had no idea there was a new Kingdom Hearts game coming out. Um, I, I'm sure it's probably a spinoff or something. Sure. Uh, Liftoff Drone Racing for the PS4 and Xbox One. Man Eater for the 5 and Series X. Manifold Garden for the Series X. Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS4 and PS5. NBA 2K21 for the 5 and Series X. We're almost there, man. We're two-thirds of the way through here. Nice. How's, that, how's that sandwich? Delicious. Delicious. Right. Did I say Observer? No, here we go. Observer, System Redux for uh, the PS5, Series X, and PC. Ori and the Will of the Wisps upgraded to the Series X. Planet Coaster Console Edition for uh, all... Uh, for, sorry, for... Fuck, this is getting so confusing. This is going to suck for the next, like, year or so. Uh, the Xbox One, the PS4, Series X, and PS5. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure for the PS5 and PS4. We'll be talking about that one along with uh, some other some others that I already mentioned, like uh, uh, Miles Morales and uh, nice. Demon Souls and... All that other shit. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Sakuna, Rice of Rice and Ruin for the PS4, Switch, and PC. That game looks cool, man. That looks like a game you might like. 
You heard of that one? Sakuna? Sakuna? I have however not. you want to. I have not. Uh, of Rice and Ruin. Yeah, it's uh, it looks pretty cool. Looks like a game that might be cool on Switch as long as it runs runs well. Uh, sea of Thieves getting upgraded for Series X. Tetris Effect Connected, uh, currently exclusive to the Series X and Xbox One and PC, so not exclusive at all. Uh, <laughs> I think it's coming to the PS5 at some point as well, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, the Falconeer, uh, Series X, Xbox One and PC. The Pathless. This is coming to PS5, PS4, PC, and uh, Apple Arcade, I believe. Interesting. Uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane, exclusive to the Series X. Watch Dogs Legion for the PS5 and Series X. Uh, WRC 9, the racer, uh, for the Series X. 13, this is a remake of that old uh, GameCube, Xbox, PS2 game. 13. Shit. Wow. Uh, for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Coming to PS5 later uh, in a couple months, I believe. And then finally, Yes, Your Grace for uh, the Series X. Damn. That's a, Damn. That's, that's a heavy dose of new releases, my friend. You know what, what honestly sounds like the most exciting game in that whole list? What's that? WKRP in Cincinnati Racing. Now that one, I think, I think I might have to check that one out. Right on, right on. Uh, is that Hot Lips? Is no, she was in Mash. Never mind. Hot Lips Houlihan. All right, man. It is time for the game spotlight. All right, so uh, let's see. Uh, we, we thought today we're, we're, we're going with this whole pre-launch hype thing. Uh, I thought that maybe we could each pick one launch title. It doesn't have to be a game that we had on launch day. You know, it could be whatever. Sure. A, a game that launched with a console and talk a little bit about it. Oh, Ooh, snap. Well, I was thinking about games that I had gotten on launch day. Um, and then I was thinking about games that, you know, like you had mentioned, games that came out on launch day, but I didn't actually have. Yeah. I think if I was going to say what was the best, like, that came out with a launch, I mean, Super Mario World is hard to beat. Super Mario 64, that's hard to beat, too. Yep. But honestly, like, it's going to sound nerdy of me to say this, but I you, honestly... You? Think, you? Nerdy? I know, right? I think the most fun I ever had with a launch title was with stupid Wii Sports. Yeah, so that's a good I'm choice, man. That is a I'm good choice. It, a little, it was packed uh, in. Unexpected, but still a good choice. It was packed in. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I obviously was in denial thinking that this is really next gen. But, I mean, all of the, the possibilities and everything that was, you know, different about this game, it, it had everybody in my house, it, would, it was either, you know, showing it to my parents, uh, playing with my wife at the time, you know, playing with the kids, like whatever, like we just found things to do and bowling was hilarious and tennis yeah. was amazing. I got so good at tennis, dude, and this is going <laughs> to sound, this is going to sound creepy, but I was so uh -huh. good at tennis that I was playing with both hands. <laughs> oh, You're yeah. playing against yourself? Well, I could play against myself, or I take on two people at once and play two people on my side as a left-handed <laughs> and a right-handed person. I was great. I was really good at tennis. That's um, awesome. And it, 
it was amazing. I thought it was so much fun, and I couldn't believe it was just a packing game. It was this totally free thing, and I don't know, between bowling and, and tennis, and I guess, like, there was the home run derbies and stuff, too, that was a part of it, but oh my gosh, like, and, and it got me really excited and really, really hyped for that generation of gaming, because if this launch game that was basically a tech demo was yeah. this fun, imagine mm-hmm. a real game. So yeah. then I'm like, oh, I, I got to go buy a real game. Let's go buy, uh, what, what? Yeah, Red Steel. This looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. And that sucked. But, but Red, but Steel was, Red Steel was a launch day purchase for me. Man, boy, did Ooh, I regret uh, that. With the rubber sorry. arm, the rubber arm uh-huh. going back and forth. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'd have to go with Wii Sports. Wii Sports, Soul Calibur, uh, both of those two on the day of launch. So the thing about Wii Sports, though, was like Wii Sports and Zelda. There was yeah. a bunch of shit like Excite Trucks garbage on the Wii. I mean, there were some Man, good ones. Excite, Excite Trucks, trucks is fun. What are you talking about? It is fun. Okay, it's fine. But like Wii Sports really stood out as this game that was so different than everything else. Whereas the Dreamcast had an abundance of games that were great. And so Soul yeah. Calibur, in my opinion, was the best game out of that pack. But still, it, it shared that launch with everything else. Sonic was a lot of fun. And, and I yeah. love football. So NFL 2K was amazing. And Christ, Power Power Stone with four players. I don't even know. I don't know. That was just amazing. So yeah, totally. Yeah, Wii Sports. Wii Sports is my is my pick for favorite launch title. All right. Well, I'm not going favorite. Um, my favorite launch title ever would probably like just as far as and I mentioned it already. As far as the one that like brought me back into gaming and kind of changed my perspective on like holy shit, this is what gaming can be. That would have to be Mario 64. Like that game was sure. just completely magical to me. Um, it, it just like sucked me in. That was my obsession for like at least the next six months, mainly because also there was nothing else to play on the N64 for the next six months. But nevertheless, uh, that that's not to sell that game short at all. Cause that game was amazing. Um, uh, at least at the time, like there was nothing else like it. So I'm going to pick something that I think you will appreciate. And I am going to pick gate of thunder for the turbo duo. Oh, snap. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Yes, okay, uh, it, good. A, a pack-in game for the Turbo Duo, which I got shortly after launch on Christmas Day. Um, and oh. and I think I've told this story before, but, but you know, you, back, in the, back in our day, Josh, uh, up until that point, all game consoles had the coax attachment, right? Uh, nope. So, you, you know, you'd, you'd take out your cable box, you'd screw in the coax attachment, and then you'd screw your cable box back into the, you know, into that attachment, and, and you're good to go. Uh, the Turbo Duo was the first console I ever owned or ever even knew about that had uh, the uh, composite cables, the uh, the red, yep. red, white, and yellow. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are these? You know. So I look, I look on the. I'm, I'm at my grandma's house at this point. We had we had Christmas at my grandma's house every year in Arkansas of all fucking places. And uh, and I look at the back of her TV, and sure enough, she's got red, yellow, and and uh, white uh, uh, things back there. So I I, I put it in. I turn on the TV, I flip the TV to channel three because I'm like, <laughs> that's what you do, right? And uh, and I turn on the Turbo Duo and fucking nothing happens. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I turn it to channel two. <laughs> nothing. Not a thing, right? I'm like, fuck. Flip it to channel four. And then I start flipping through all the channels. I'm like, where's my goddamn game? So for the entirety of Christmas Day, from morning until evening, I was convinced that my turbo duo didn't work and my mom was going to have to return it. Um, I was heartbroken. And then I was sitting. So my grandma's TV was in the dining room for some reason. And I I assumed so she could watch it while she cooked. 
Um, it was in the dining room and I'm sitting at the dining room table and I'm just like all forlorn and upset and bummed out. Cause I, I was just so excited to play the turbo duo and I'm, I'm flipping channels on the TV, just like going through the channels. And I look at the remote control and there's a button that says TV video, TV slash video. Right. And I'm like, wait, a wait a goddamn minute, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I hit, I hit this button and uh and turn on the turbo duo and boom there's the tur- oh. there's the the turbo duo system 16 you know whatever the fucking yep. super cd rom logo and i was like i was like yes <laughs> so anyway <laughs> so anyway i hit the run button and up comes ooga bonk Daba oh. you know and you know and i'm just like oh fuck yes and uh you know the whole deal like happens and go and it goes to the main menu where so if people at home aren't, aren't aware it's the, the it's just, it's a three actually four in one uh cd-rom that comes with gate of thunder bonk's adventure and bonk's revenge and then bomberman is a hidden one that you just have to punch in a code for some reason yep. um and so i'm like i gotta try this gate of thunder game blew my mind Never yeah, had ever, ever, ever had played anything like that before. I mean, I I had played obviously like horizontal shmups before, yep. but never with this kind of like cinematic thing going on. Never with that music, that incredible music, you know, in the first level and all these, all the missiles are coming down at you and, and, and everything's flying around blew my damn mind and then you fly into the ship thing and it like starts caving in on you and then it fucking explodes and oh dude that game was mind-blowing mind that is hilarious yeah that is a hilarious story amazing (laughs) way to end christmas because it's like yeah i would imagine just like you're you're, you open this thing and it's like oh my god everything i've ever wanted and then it doesn't work and all day you're (laughs) assuming it's not gonna work but by the end of the night boom and it works and it's like oh my god a stupid button tv video yeah i did the same thing um so i don't want to go off too far on this but i didn't get my turbo until much later about two years later um from my first job ever and i remember getting the box and driving home with my parents and um i was in the back and i'm opening it and looking at everything and then i found this av thing and i'm like well, what the hell is this and i'm looking for the coax i'm like we got to go back. We got to go back. There's no coax in here. <laughs> yeah. So we they actually took we actually went back and the person's like, nope, this is the, this is what you're going to use for. It. You're going to use these AVs. And I'm like, oh, no. OK. <laughs> and luckily enough, on the back of my VCR in my bedroom, there were AVs back there. So yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Oh, yeah. So, so happy. It's crazy. OK, so now that we've shared those stories and we're at a good thirty eight and a half minutes, uh, which is uh, we're pushing we're pushing our uh, record. Um, our last question. Oh boy. All right, Josh, we've, we've waxed nostalgic quite a bit about our favorite launch memories and favorite launch games and consoles and the whole deal. I want you to tell me what is the worst game you ever bought at launch? Um, um, I guess, well, okay. At launch though, um, or a worst game. launch game, like a launch lineup game, one that came out at launch. You may not have bought it right away, but you went. Maybe you went back and bought it. Oh, I'm gonna have to think about this one for a second because there there have definitely been disappointments where I'm like, oh, this is this is shitty. Yeah. Wasn't blue Wasn't Blue Stinger a Dreamcast launch? <laughs> sure was. Sure was. So yeah, I think when I got home and I was like a week or two later, I was like, ah, oh, these are some great games, but I, I I'm hungry for more, and there's a whole shitload more games, and so I. 
was like, well, I, I could use a Resident Evil clone on the Dreamcast. So I grabbed Blue Stinger. The thing is, though, is like at that time, even though it was a shitty game, I mean, well, I shouldn't say shitty. It was a unique, strange game with a lot of quirks. Um, it isn't terrible. I, yeah. I don't know. That's that's one that I was definitely disappointed in initially. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, um, man, uh, I, I got Paperboy 2 uh, when I got my <laughs> Super Nintendo. That, nice. That even th- that's not a bad game though either. So I don't yeah, know. Right? It's, it's like games that are crummy that I'm disappointed with maybe, but they still have good memories. So I don't hate them. But yeah. Yeah. For me, you brought up one that that uh, it, again, it wasn't like the worst game ever, but Red Steel was just like laughable. Yeah. Like, so right. I told I told you that Mo and Hilden and I got our Wii's the same night, and we came home and played you know played whatever we were like Wii Sports and shit, and then we popped that one in. And the the rubber arm, we just could not stop <laughs> laughing about the rubber arm. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. So anyway, that's it for us. Uh, if you want more of our nonsense, go to mojominutes.com. Check out the archives with all the articles and all that stuff. Uh, we also have forums, mojominutes.com slash forums. At the top right, there will be a link that says Discord channel. Uh, and you just click on that link and you can uh, join our Discord chat uh, where there's always a lot of chatter going on. YouTube.com slash Mojo Menace is where we host the Mojo Show, uh, amongst other things. And uh, you can find us on all you know the relevant and irrelevant social media channels at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? If you'd like to continue the uh, launch day shenanigans and talk and chatter with me, you can find me on Twitter at underscore joshua turbo don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet and you know what just for the hell of it yeah let's uh let's get everybody to meet up on the forums and write down some of our own favorite launch title games let's see if we can get a thread going on that all right let's do it uh you start i will <laughs> all right you son of, i will you son of a bitch jeez <laughs> see you next week <laughs> later bye